Hello, Mustangs, and welcome back to Let's Talk About It, Mustang TV production. Today we're here with Coach Greg Moore, one of the new football coaches here at East High School. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey, especially getting to the league, being a former pro, and what brought you back to East? Man, my uh, my journey was a little it was a little different, man. Um, like we were kind of talking about in pre-production, man. Like off mic, um, I didn't have a whole lot of um, experience playing wide out. Um, grew up playing quarterback. Was like really like really immersed in, in playing that position. My dad wanted me to be like Joe Street Gilliam. It's an old school quarterback that played for the Steelers. He was like the first black quarterback for the Steelers. Like, all the way down to the wristbands, wore the same number, like, the whole nine. So, like, peewee ball, like, all the way up to, like, middle school. I thought I was Joe Street. Like, I thought I was the next him. Like, seriously. Uh, then I got to um, got up in the high school ranks and um, split some time playing quarterback and receiver. Didn't really do that that long. Started as a sophomore at, out at Cordova. Um, and that was, a, that was a weird story in itself. Um... Like I said, man, I probably played a total of maybe 50 games, roughly, um, like high school and college together, playing a receiver position. I just think I just had to um, had the will and the resolve to get it done. Like, it didn't matter to me that nobody else saw it or believed it. Like, in my mind, and you know, for my, me and my dad, like, we were just locked in on the task, man, and it was literally me and him the whole ride. So um, my dad played at East. He was a Mustang, graduated in the 85 class. Um, a lot of my family, a lot of my peers, like I'm from Binghampton, so a lot of my peers went to school here. Um, I grew up watching, you know, those great Eastern Melrose games. Like I, I grew up wanting to play in the Soul Bowl, man. Like, like that was the game for us. Like, that we grew up playing, you know, touch and tackle football at the fairgrounds. Like during the games, like that was something that every kid in our neighborhood did. So like to be here on the sidelines, man, it's a uh, it's different, man. Like, I'm excited about it. I'm so, like, I was excited when I got the call from Cassius. Like, and again, like, I watched Cassius as a youngster. Like, I watched Coach Cassius play football. I watched Coach Jimmy play football. Like, these were guys that I watched and kind of looked up to a little bit, man. So, like, to share the sideline with them is, oh, man, it's different. It's different. It's different for sure. But uh, it means the world to me, man. Like, my, my mom is on the E-Club. She went to school here. Uh, like I like I said, my dad's alum. My my brother played here. He's an alum. Like, man, my whole family is like geeked up right now. <laughs> like they're super geeked up about this opportunity. So yeah, man, it means a lot to be here. I feel it, coach. I feel it, especially like with the passion that you bring to the field and everything that you do here. It's like you want to be here. Right. Like, I think that's a big thing for a lot of guys. Like we could tell that all the coaches that we have want to be here, especially you. Right. But kind of going to like 50 games, which I can kind of feel. <laughs> I didn't play linebacker. I didn't play defense, actually, until I got to high school. Right. I remember you was telling me that. Yeah. So how do you like mentally prepare to get to the league, playing a position that you've barely played all the way up? Well, man, I think it's the cross-training is the thing, right? Like, you know, we talk, people talk about cross-training. But for me, like, it's it's getting the experience in different sports, right? Like, I didn't have to have a whole lot of experience playing receiver, but I felt like a lot of the movements that I did growing up in baseball, catching the over-the-shoulder ball or the ground ball, right, that's a low ball or an over-the-shoulder catch, right? And basketball, um, I was kind of a tweener, like a slasher, but I played a lot of forward, right? So a jump ball is nothing but a rebound. Um, and then, like, releases off the line is, like, the way that I coach it even is a lot. A lot of my terminology is basketball. So I just found a way to make that correlation between different sports um, in the position 
And then after that, like, it was just applying what I knew because, like, even, all right, saying that I only had 50 games at receiver, right, what's even crazier than that, in those 50 games, I didn't have a full-time receiver coach in high school. So I made a switch to a position and didn't know anything, really. And then um, in college, I was responsible for my group. We didn't have a full-time receiver coach. So they had a player be responsible for the like, position group. I mean, of course, not like on the coach's roster, but to get the guys out on the field and make sure all the dummies and all the drills were set up, that was all on me. And I can say sometimes we shared that responsibility, but for the most part, like I was an older guy by the time I got to Lane. Like I went to five colleges. By the time I got to Lane, I think I was like 20, 21. It's crazy. So I was the most responsible one to make sure everything was lined up like it was supposed to be. And I knew what our offensive coordinator wanted. So I made sure drill-wise, we knocked out all the drills. Uh, I made sure for the most part, everybody was locked in. And of course, like you'll get to, when you get to college, you'll see like, you're gonna have guys just like up for the task. Like they wanna do it. But then you got some guys that they're just there for Jersey. I think in my in our group, I was fortunate to have guys that were up for the task and we wanted to make plays. So it was easy for us to knock out pre-practice and then go through the warm-up portion and then make sure that our pat and go window and all of that stuff. So and a and a lot of now that I'm like talking through it and like kind of reflecting a little bit, I really feel like my coordinator was kind of grooming me to be a coach. If you love them enough to listen to them practice the same song on tuba, please be done. Over and over and over and over and over. Then surely you'll check nhtsa.gov slash the right seat to make sure they're correctly buckled in the back seat. Sounds good, honey. Check today at nhtsa.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Hi, we're the Goo Goo Dolls. We're fortunate that our daughters have what they need to grow and learn. But that isn't the case for nearly 13 million kids in the U.S. that struggle with hunger. Childhood hunger is a heartbreaking reality that Feeding America is working to change. Each year, the Feeding America network of food banks rescues billions of pounds of good food that would have gone to waste and provides it to families and children in need. You can help kids in need in your community by visiting feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. And at that time, I had no, like, I had no interest in being a coach, like, at all. That's I was, funny, because I heard Vaughn said the same thing. No doubt. I had zero interest in being a coach. Like, zero. I literally said I would never be a coach. <laughs> but again, like, again, I thought I, I had nothing to offer the sport, really. Like, I grew up playing quarterback, like I said. Didn't play a whole lot of snaps up into college, you know, at receiver. Then after, you know, my experience playing and all of that, like, I was just ready to be done with it. And uh, I had somebody reach out to me, like, my first, my like, my second year out of the league. It's like, man, I got a guy that I think you should look at, you know, possibly, potentially work with, oddly enough. He plays for the Bucks right now. Like, he plays for the Buccaneers. Like, my first client ever signed with the Buccaneers this draft, this, in this draft. So, like, that just that just goes to show, like, sometimes your idea of what your journey is supposed to be is, dog, like, it's not it. Like, literally, it's not it. So, um, I'm just fortunate that I found a way to uh, – kind of contribute to the next generation of, you know, players in the sport, man. Well, you know, 
comparing like your journey. Like you made it to the league. Yeah. So like a lot of things that we do, especially in our new system, is league comparable. Right. Or high level comparable. Right. How do you take those complex things mm-hmm. and give it to a high schooler or a middle schooler or anybody that you're trying to teach a system to in a way that you know they can understand it and that we can play high level football? Well, the way that I learned it in college, because we were a, a low level, low level, um, like we played low level division football, like we were division two, right? And so the, in theory, the type of ball player or the caliber of ball player the division two is like lower than FBS. Makes sense. Right. So again, like not to give my coordinator a whole lot of like praise, but like I think he did a good job of finding a way to make our system relate to the the to relate to the personnel, right? And then again, I grew up playing quarterback. So for me, like it was always easy for me to learn a system because I grew up having to know what everybody else did, right? And so then it just becomes understanding what you're trying to teach, being able to provide rationale for what you're teaching, and then also like building in those modifications in case somebody doesn't get it. So for me, like I just try to piece everything together piece by piece. Like instead of just throwing the whole enchilada at you, like think about it. Like we walked through everything before we did anything, right? Most definitely. <laughs> and then we did like one route at a time, then two routes, and then add the backside, and then make the backside make sense where it's like it While makes we sense. Doing this and right, 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 right. Trying to get to yeah. right, right. So for me, I don't think that it has to be complex. I just think. Sometimes people have a hard time like providing rationale, and then I think people have a hard time being okay with like self evaluating and saying, "Hey, this doesn't have to be like over the top. Just make it make sense for your personnel, and then run with it." Like, because the biggest thing is one you guys to be able to play fast without thinking so much. So if that means taking a little bit of the terminology out or modifying a portion of it, so be it. Just gotta get it done. Gotta get it done. All right. So next question. You know, you coming in to East. What do yeah. you think is your like new piece of swag or 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 just you being you that you're bringing to the table that's gonna really like affect the guys and affect the people that's gonna be around the team? Uh, I think more than anything, man. I'm super down to earth. Like I'm so normal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so normal, man. I've heard a normal person say I'm so normal. Dog, I'm so normal. Like, through anywhere I am, like, I'll just stop and talk to anybody. I think I get that from my pops. Like, I'm so normal. Um, I think other than that, like, the most important piece, I think I'm patient. And that's what, that's what like, kids in high school need, really kids in youth sports anyway need, right? And I think I can't take credit for that. Like, I got a six-year-old, like, if you have, you know, anybody that got kids, man, if you don't learn how to be patient, it's a wrap. So I think uh, for me, like, I bring patience. Uh, and then I think the, like, last and, like, the most important thing, like, we were just talking about that modifying piece, I think my ability to modify on the fly is um, something that's needed in the sport because, like I said, like, it's not going to always go the way that you think it's going to go. Like, I can sit down right now or we can sit down right now and we can try to script offensive practice for Wednesday, right? But we also have to be mindful of what we did last week, right? And then try to go forward with the script. And then at the bottom of it, literally at the bottom of my script, you're going to always see, like, modifications. Like, what can you expect to not go wrong? And then I think a lot of, of the way that I approach it is uh, 
it has a lot to do with me being an educator because it's the same way when you're a uh, lesson planner. Like come up with the objective um, and then you build in the modification depending on what what you expect your, your students to do well and what you expect them to not do well. So the same thing on the field. Yeah. Okay, last thing. I think you kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, like talking about like how much your family, like how this much this job matters to them. Right. And how much like you feel like this is just you coming home. Right. But what does bringing the E back mean to you? Oh, man. Bringing the E back to me, like, for me, it's those night games at the fairgrounds, playing football, like I said, playing football, the little kids playing football during the game. Like, we weren't even paying attention to the game sometimes when we were, like, little little tots. Like, we were just. Y'all had your own game. Dog, we had, look, I'm telling you, man, <laughs> like, like, like real deal Super Bowl type stuff. Uh, but for me, bringing the E back is bringing the swagger back. Bringing, bringing the community back in it. Yeah. Um, we got some stuff lined up where we're trying to include the community in it because for a minute the community hasn't been a part of it. And I carry being Hampton with me everywhere. Like to this day, like even when I went to school at Cordova, my letterman had being Hampton, Tennessee on it. When I was in college, the roster had being Hampton, Tennessee on it. Like I didn't put Memphis on anything. So like I really feel like bringing the E back is – for for one, like restoring that pride and that culture and that swagger, but also like finding a way to like like mesh the community back into not only the sports but the school too. Well, I think that's it for all I got today, Coach. If you want to leave us with like you know a word of wisdom, a little two piece combo, something before you get out of here. Man, final words of the day: bring the E back. Bring the E back. You heard it here, and let's talk about it from Mustang TV. That's it for me. Jeremiah Evans out.